brought to you almost live from the dude in the basement studios. Why? Because that's where the good stuff is. It sips, suds, and smokes with your smoking host, the good old boys. It's sippin' time. Yes, it's sippin' time again. Hello and welcome to this Sips episode where everything good in life is worth discussing. As always, we are the best thing on at 2 a.m. This is a one-hour show that has accidentally been entertaining on more than one occasion, I believe. Well, uh, at least one. At least one. At least. Well, not this year, you know. But. Right, right. We've been on a number of years, so yeah. I mean, it's yeah, it's, the it's chances season, are pretty season good. seven. So I mean, just right. the law of probabilities. So right, we are still banned in six cities: the state of Alabama, roll tide, two uh, two U.S. territories, and the local mini golf course. After an unfortunate event with Brent, um, I, I told just, you a half a dozen times you got to wear pants when you I, play there. Think of the children. I know that, but in my defense, it was after midnight, and and you did say my object was to put the balls in the hole. <laughs> yeah, and that I have to watch what I say from now on. The lesson here is don't go mini. To get a hole in one, although friend, so I must admit good. a sneaking admiration for the uh, for the ability to bend that far down. That was quite impressive. Got it in for, the clown's mouth for a, for a man of your age. <laughs> he got two free games for that because you know. Uh, Brent Mori and myself are with the Bourbon Mafia. The Bourbon Mafia is a nonprofit organization composed of bourbon enthusiasts and industry professionals. With representation in eight states, our members combine a love of bourbon with a passion for charitable work. The group uses their love of our native spirit to raise money for local and national charities through rare bottle auctions and other themed events. You can check us out at the Bourbon Mafia on Facebook. Our show is also sponsored in part by the Fort Lauderdale Whiskey Society. To find out more about the society and their events, you can find them at ftlws.com. And we are also sponsored in part by Fine Spirits in Cooper City, Florida, home of the automatic machines, serving great wines, whiskeys, and other spirits by the glass if he ever turns them on. You can find them at <laughs> www.finespirits.net slash backslash machines are still not working dot net. Or you can just go in there and pour yourself one. Yeah, you can do that, yeah. too. Right. So. That's what I do. There's literally 400 open bottles. I'd store. say go to the Brent so. machine. You're, you're an alcoholic. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, this is Made Man Bob, and joining me today are Made Man Brent. Oh, it's a pleasure to be here. I, I can't believe you guys suckered me into coming for this show. Yeah, yeah I feel bad. Hand me those glasses and just go. <laughs> just go. And Made Man Maury. Good morning, Bob. Thanks for allowing me to stay in my pajamas since yesterday. Well, at least you kept the bottoms on, unlike somebody at the mini golf course. Uh, that would be I. <laughs> he kept screaming that the dinosaur is going to get me. The dinosaur is going to get me. I, mm. yeah, dude. <laughs> it's like Good old the boy, 60s Justin. all over again, dropping acid and going to mini golf. Thank God I wasn't born yet. You yep. old men just scare me. Good morning, Bob. Love the buffalo head on the wall. And good morning, Harm. Thank you for having me, Bob. I appreciate being here. Last last year at this time, I was in the emergency room getting knee surgery. So, yeah, I remember that. There was a, there was, we had a good is, run. This, for, is, that this was a, sure beats that that experience. That was a great time for the yeah. rest of us. Yeah, it was a, we had a couple of really great shows that time of year last year. As I recall, they were very entertaining and quite relaxing. I, 
I remember not being aggravated by the end of the show. So, all right. Well, <laughs> our by whiskey. Yeah, exactly. Yes, we did. Our sip segments are all about wine, distilled spirits, tea, coffee, and anything else that we can drink. And today's show is our second in our fall release bourbon episode. Uh, this is the one that we've been how long does for. fall how long does fall last because i want a lot more releases yeah well you know nice thing is is more and more stuff comes out so i've actually got some others that we we didn't get in the last show and we haven't gotten this show so you know look for number three maybe darn, darn the luck with that so here are the whiskeys that we're going to be tasting today from the 2019 buffalo trace antique collection we have the thomas h handy rye we have the sazerac 18 year rye we have the Eagle Rare 17 year. We have the William LaRue Weller. And we have the George T. Stag. And for the first time on the show this year from Heaven Hill, we have Parker's Heritage Collection, the Heavy Char Rye Whiskey. So we're going to have Brent tell us all about Sips Ratings. Thanks, Bob. We'll be tasting and discussing these whiskeys and rating them with these Sips Ratings, plus our signature sounds. Here are those ratings now. One sip. Give me a glass of water to wash out my mouth. Did I hear a touch of drunken leprechaun? No, yeah. don't bring it today. No. This, is, this is Mark. Two, two sips. Oh, God, no. Nice. <laughs> but what else do we have? Well, isn't that nice? I would point out that leprechauns, uh, every time I've ever seen one, they do wear pants. Yeah, so, <laughs> so much for that. So much for that episode. But you're never wearing pants when yeah. you see one. <laughs> All I can say is to the rest of the audience out there, you're blessed that this is on radio because you don't have to see what's going on now. Three sips. Hmm. Interesting. What was that again? Interesting. It just never gets old, does it? Never. <laughs> Four sips. Let's keep this secret to ourselves. Pour me another. That's classified. Five sips. I'm not wearing any pants. Oh, my. <laughs> I was wondering where anything could be this good. Oh, my goodness. Yes. 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 You know, yes. we went around the table before the show. I said, hey, who wants to do this? Who wants to do that? <laughs> hey, does Brent want to do these? And I, I, Oh, yeah. Everybody say, yeah. I, One of us has made a gross error. Yeah. <laughs> I blame myself. The person who selected it. Yeah. I that's blame it. myself. All right. Well, moving on. It's too late now to go back. So uh, fall is always an exciting time of the year for anybody who's into bourbon because many of the distilleries release their high-end limited editions this time of the year. It's not uncommon to see folks camping out overnight or longer in front of liquor stores across Kentucky or distillery gift shops in hopes of attaining even one of these unicorns. So how good is our life that we have them all here right now? Um, so we're going to get started. We're going to have Justin tell us a little bit about our first whiskey. All right. I'll come out of heaven for a moment to discuss it. Our first whiskey is the Thomas H. Handy Sazerac Straight Rye Whiskey. It's 62.85% alcohol by volume. Woo! Makes it Rick likes it. <laughs> Takes it 125.7 proof. Last year's Thomas Handy release was awarded a double gold medal at the San Francisco World Spirits Competition. This year's Handy was distilled in the spring of 2013 and aged in warehouses K, M, and N. Um, of the whiskeys we have today, this is definitely on the light side. 
in terms of the color on the nose. I It hit me with um, sweet, and then I was able to detect vanilla, brown sugar, raisins, very light uh, floral note. And then after a half hour, I was smelling some mint and dill on the palate. It was fiery, sweet. There was some oak. And the rye was really well balanced in this spirit. And then the um, mint and dill came out again after about a half hour. The finish was long and delicate. Again, those two notes came out, the dill and the mint, only at the end of the finish. Harmeet, what did you think? Uh, this is such a complex whiskey. I think everybody who tastes it is going to get something different out of it. It's just so freaking beautiful. Uh, to me, it was like candy. It was gum. It was, I, I don't know, I don't know how to... It's, it's like it's, walking into a sweet shop. Like, yeah. yeah, this is... My first first nosing, I got spearmint, just over-the-top spearmint. Then came back a little bit, like a couple months later, cinnamon. Cinnamon, spearmint, butterscotch. Half hour later, uh, dill came out, but the spearmint was still there. And now this is an hour later, I'm coming to it. I got tropical fruit. This is like juicy fruit now. Juicy fruit and, and Wrigley's uh, Big Red and, and the spearmint. and It's just crazy. The, the nose is amazing. And... One thing it doesn't taste on the palate doesn't taste like 125 proof. It was soft no. and sweet and spicy, and the finish was just went on and on. Just beautiful whiskey. Anybody else find that, Bob? What do you think? You said sweet sweet shop, a candy shop. Yeah, it's it's like walking into a candy shop. It really is. It's it's but it's not cloying. It's not sticky sweet that you're scraping oh, your tongue. But it keeps it's changing just, too. It's just I'm oh yeah, crazy. Well, it's going back and forth between, like you said, it's tropical fruit or candy store. I didn't tropical get tropical fruit, fruit till just candy recently. store, and it, for me, it just keeps wow. It just keeps bouncing around and going back and forth. I'm getting, uh, I get that. I mean, just huge butterscotch bomb. I get just a touch, just the slightest little bit of hit of mint uh, on the tip of the nose and on the tip of the palate. And when I take a sip, thank you, sweet <laughs> God. Hold on. Mm. There's not much left. When I take a sip, I, I get uh, I get a huge burst of cedar, just all around the edges of the tongue. I it's, didn't pick out the cedar, but I see what you're saying. Yeah, yes. like like you know, like cigar box, but without the you know without the tobacco, just more the cedar. Uh, it's it's stunning. It's absolutely the saddest stunning. cigar box of them all. No tobacco in it. <sighs> yeah, <laughs> maybe it's the power of suggestion. Only in my very very last sip that I get a little. The into seed. that cedar yeah i would agree and uh with everything that everybody said except for one word that justin used which was fiery i didn't really there's call no fire fiery. here there's no i fire. didn't i didn't want to slap down justin so early in the show yeah it was not <laughs> other than that i agreed with him completely it uh but the fiery is just not a word i would uh, would have used i think it's uh sweet and delicate without uh being overly sweet i think it's uh phenomenal whiskey that you could just wax poetic about for a long time mm. as uh, layers of flavor and nuances come out uh on each sip or each uh each nosing yeah this is a it's a, what i have is a huge flavor bomb it just coats the whole front of your mouth you get that you get that it's very front forward i get it very yeah. front forward yeah. and then as the finish comes on I, it just layer and layer. You get a yeah. you get you get a, f a flavor of one thing, and it just layer and layer. Yeah, it's not a steady finish. finish. It's a it's like it's layers Comes of paint. Waves. Yeah, layers yeah. of paint peeling off in the finish. And exactly. You know, you got that different. cinnamon. You get a little bit of spice, on. leather, the caramel. Uh, it just keeps going and going and going. It doesn't stop. But it, like I said, front forward on it. 
So yeah, we're going to write the Cesar, uh, the Thomas Handy five sips. Oh my goodness! Yes! 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 And we're back, and God bless us all. We are discussing some of the fall release bourbons, and uh, we just finished talking about the Thomas H. Handy. We gave that one five sips, and we're going to be moving on to our next whiskey. And I'm ask Brent tell us about that one. Thanks, Bob. Our next product is the Sazerac 18-Year Kentucky Straight Rye Whiskey. It's 45% ABV or 90 proof. So uh, these barrels for this whiskey were filled in the spring of 2001, and they were aged on the second floor of where else is K&L, I believe. Um, this is a nice copper color. Uh, the nose, it's, uh, it's light. I get some leather, some citrus, some vanilla. Um, and the palate, the same thing comes through. I got some leather, I get some wood tannins, some white pepper. Um, it, it's this one. It's I get like a medium finish when I compare. You know, you hate to compare something when you just when you just had something that is, you know, 125 proof, and then this one's dropped down to 90 proof. So it, at first it seems like it's a little bit lackluster, but it's really it's really really well balanced. You know, so that's the whole key with this one is that it's not about a punch or anything. It's about balancing the, the flavors with it. Well, it's Sazerac. It's never been about the punch. Right, right, was, even right. Even in the days, back in the day, pre-tank days and all that, it's, yeah. it's always been about, with this rye, it's always been finesse. Right. So. That's exactly so, it. You know, this if, is you're, why this, if you're the punching a teeth rye guy, this yeah. is probably not the one for you. If you're the guy who likes the finesse. This is the one this that is wants to, one. You, want to, you want to sit down in your chair, sit by your fireplace, mm-hmm. and have a nice, uh, neat pour of this, uh, you know, with some friends, a little little mild cigar with it, yeah. you know, and um, and enjoy it. The, you know, this, this is what they made that for. Yeah. This is not this is not the one that you're going to use to make a, a mixed drink yeah. or something like that. You know, you may want to throw a cube of ice in it or something, but it's it's no, very well no, balanced, no, and that's about what it is. No, no, if you put a cube of ice in this, I will come to your house and I will stab <laughs> you in the temple. You know, I didn't even try this with water, but I'm going to, you know, but, but that's what it is, you know, so it's... Um, for me, I would have liked to have seen it higher than ninety proof, but but that's all yeah. about the balance. Yeah, you well, know. It's, so I mean, again, it's it's this is a different style. I mean, right. entirely. Right. And for me, it, it's, and it's got you know we, we want to compare each thing individually, yeah. but when you got something that's side by side yeah. and it's kind of hard not to to this is, to, to this think is of one of, without thinking of the other. You this know, is it's like, like when you're lucky and you find a dusty bottle on a shelf in the back of a liquor store somewhere, and you open it up and it's got sort of that. Old school sort of old funk, funk to, it. to it, yeah. It's got that nose because I mean it's an eighteen year old rye, so it's. But it's, you know, for me when I get it, on the palate, mm, I get just layer upon layer of maple syrup. It's just it. I'm getting maple. I'm getting it's very very creamy. Where do you get the maple, dude? You're I got a lot of the same yeah. flavors as the as yeah. the first one, except it was you know it was a little bit on the muted side, well, yeah. much more subtle. And yeah, much yeah. more it's subtle. Not, uh, it's not it's not like right, drinking exactly. maple syrup. I'm getting it's mostly exactly. the maple on balance. the back of the tongue. Right, it's, it's got a balance, it's got a yeah. very very I, now, yeah. now if I it's got a very creamy mouthfeel to it. I get a little bit of hint of clove on this. Um, old, worn, used leather, and then I just get the slightest little notes of toffee on it. And and again, this is it's 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 an entirely different animal than the first one we had. This is right. one is the more in your face with right. four hundred right. flavors. This is the more laid back where you have to search for the four hundred flavors. Um, they're there. The flavors are there. oh they're oh, there. Yeah, oh they're, they're there. there. And oh for sure yeah. they're there. Yeah, I, I agree mean, with you, but I, I think the one 
point I'd like to make about this whiskey is that it's benefited from air. Mm. I thought it was reminding me of uh, a bottle of wine that needed to breathe. When I first opened it, it was very closed. And I really was unimpressed by the palate. And with time, uh, both the nose and the palate have improved dramatically. Uh, you wouldn't think an 18-year-old would need that, though. Well, I mean, in, you know, no question. it needs, it it needs to run wild. 18-year-old needs to run wild, you know? <laughs> Says the man with no pants. Okay. <laughs> I you notice he keeps finding the, leather see, and everything. Am I the only one that's In Brent's mind, 18-year-old is barely legal, but, you know, this is just You've done this is old whiskey. Have you no sense of decency, sir? Have long laughs. Yeah, no. I, I no. thought this one, the nose, actually evolved to, uh, you know, the citrus, the vanilla. To me, I got bubble gum on the nose. Uh, it really, after sitting in the glass for about an hour, uh, yeah. just bubble yeah, gum. Yeah, almost like a like a little bazooka in the yeah. very very tip of the I'm nose. like that, that yet. Justin, do you yeah. agree with yeah, that? When you first open it up and you take a, I a think, chew of it yeah. through that crust, yeah. yeah. I didn't get yeah. that at first, but. Uh, I'm getting some, like, uh, fresh marshmallows on it, and then I agree with everything everybody else said well, that's good i'm staring at you right now you better especially amori because it, it did start off closed it's like a big rye hit beautiful oak that wasn't a bad palette now that air's gotten to it's just gotten a lot more complex i got something different from you guys well, well some same stuff cinnamon and clove uh but i got like almost like cake batter you know no nobody's got that cake batter thing that sweetness and that vanilla coming out the leather was there. The brown sugar was there. It's just so sweet and beautiful. Yeah. I thought the first one was much sweeter. I didn't really get that. Oh, no. The first one is sweeter. Yeah. 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 This is sure. not. Again, sticky. I'm trying to ignore yeah. what we had before. Just do here. This is still sweet. Yeah. yeah it's it. I mean, again, it's it's always one you look for. Oh, for sure. Well, we're going to be rating the uh, Thomas Handy or Thomas Handy. Sorry. We're going to be rating Sazerac. the Sazerac 18 year. Uh, hold on, let me get to it. Five sips. Oh my goodness! Yes! 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 All right, so we're going on to our next whiskey. And we're going to have Harm tell us about that one. Okay, thank you, Bob. Uh, the next product uh, is... Uh, don't give me attitude, sir. <laughs> Do you I have mean, any idea how hard it is to get a Samuel L. Jackson sound clip that is playable on radio? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you have no idea how hard that is, sir. Well, thank you, sir, Bob. Uh, may I have another? Say what again? Say what again? Yeah, have to stop that one right there. Yeah. You don't want to go much further with that one. Okay. <laughs> Eagle Rare 17. Yours, yeah. Eagle Rare 17. Stop interrupting me. Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. 101 proof, or 50.5% alcohol by volume. The proof for this year's release of Eagle Rare is 101, and we are told it will continue. that will continue forward in the years... Uh, continue forward. In years past, this expression used to be released at, released at 90 proof. But starting last year, it was up to 101, and a tribute to the original strength used by the brand when it was launched in 1974. This year's release was distilled in the spring of 2002 and was aged on the first floor of Warehouse P. Let's see. The color is a beautiful burnished copper. And on the nose, originally I got that this the sweetness again. It's like it reminded me of like an uh, Italian panettone bread, you know, the sweet dried fruits and cake, brown sugar, butter, 
It kept changing. Uh, late, late, later on, it became nuttier, pecan and cinnamon. And the palate just goes in gentle and slightly heats up with a little bit of, I mean, a really pleasant sting. And then uh, when I let it coat my palate, it got a great grip on it, too. Um, long and lingering finish, faded out with sweet spices, and I'm going to retaste it. And mm, there is no more. I got to tell you, Harm, although I hate myself for agreeing with you, I think your uh, description has been spot on. On, uh, on this, really everything. This knucklehead's been waiting three years to use the word panettone. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I swear to God, I, it just reminds it's, me of it's panettone. It's written on his hand. It's just sad. You can finally right. scrape it off. He's right. He's right He's about the finish. Right? He's, He's right never been right about, about anything. He's right dried about the fruits, color. They're all there. It's beautiful. Mm. See, what happens when he finally shows up sober? He gets one right. <laughs> when was Every that now then. yeah what day was that i don't think i was here put this We're, in the calendar boys <laughs> i agree though beautiful whiskey uh just really i i want more I is, there, is there any more left of a sample bottle eagle rare Nothing. no justin what do you think <laughs> i thought this spirit was exquisite um the only note that i have to offer is i got just a hint of mint in this one as well in the middle of it the finish was really long i think that was the mojito you drank before you coming here for <laughs> could breakfast. be you've had mint on every every whiskey i know I just didn't get the mint on this did you wash your hands oh you know why i think the, i think the when he the, left lunch he took a mint at the restaurant and he still got it's, it on his fingers. it's the lingering finish on the handy that was a big mint bomb for me no, I didn't find that either. No. A little the last time I had a handy, there was no finish involved There's whatsoever, no. except for it was very quick. <laughs> Minty finish. Yeah, I was different, just... different handy, Bob. Different handy. Yeah, this is an amazingly Woo! well. Just saying. Amazingly well balanced bourbon. What'd you think, Brent? Okay, with this one here, what I was telling, I would have liked to have just tasted it first and then gone back for the nose because I thought the nose really, really was. Outshine the palate. Outshine the palate yeah. on this one. I mean, well, as good as it was, I thought it was. When I, once I got back to the nose, I was like, I was like walking through a candy shop. What do you say? You just, you, you know, as you walk past different displays, you smell something different each and every time, and that's exactly how this felt. When you give that your panettone, yeah, well, it's that's, a bakery more than the candy shop for me. Yeah, but this was this was a candy shop. I said uh, I get something I different. I get something off. different every single time, but. Um, it was enjoyable, and, and the and the finish doesn't stop. It just uh, it's very mid palate uh, for the finish, and it just it just won't quit. It's there longer and longer and longer. I can't get it to stop. It's you know I I when you mentioned earlier that you you thought that the palate was outshone by the the nose, I kind of agree with you, but I find nothing disappointing here. No, no, but I, I, I like the. I, I agree. I mean, no, I like the nose. This is one of the ones I like the nose just so better. better yeah. As good as the palate was, I really enjoyed the nose better. Yeah, but I, I do want to say that, like the last one, the eighteen, this too benefited from air and time in the glass. I think the American way is we want to pour it and suck it down, suck it down. And I think these older whiskeys, particularly in the BTAC collection, really benefit from patience. This whiskey is infinitely better. 45 minutes after pouring and it, unless it you're super wealthy you need you should save them <laughs> it's good there they're super hard to find and when you do find them especially on the secondary market they're going to be in inflated so go ahead and savor that whiskey <laughs> yeah take your sweet time 
because if you are fortunate enough to get one, uh, you might not get another. So mm. treasure it as long as you can. It's just the nose on it's just stunning. It's just it just doesn't. Yeah, the, that's the nose just is uh, so great that as good as the palate is, I just think the nose is always yeah. better. My my glass is empty, so all I'm, all I'm left is with the nose, and I'm still not disappointed. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's just on the nose. For me, it's like dulce de leche. It's just, it's just, oh. It's not that sweet. Oh, I got the vanilla, yeah. candy corn. Yeah. The little. And the caramel and the. Hmm. Again. It's that time of year we have to shun the people who eat candy corn, but Brent, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely smells like fall. Yeah. Yeah. You know, this it is, does. this, you know, when you think of fall release, this is your. I think this is uh, a very good representation of the fall release of the of the fall candy and the and the candy corn and the the yellows and oranges and this kind of fits in there and, and leaves. Yeah, yeah this okay. kind of fits. This kind of fits in there. I yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah. It, just hit just hit the button, Bob. Yeah, hit I mean, the button. let's just go ahead and just oh hit five. Yeah. There's no point in even going on. <laughs> Yeah, this 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 year's this year's was really damn good. So I didn't get a chance to taste last year's, and and uh, this one is. Just, I'm so happy to be here. Thank and you. And we're all very happy about that. <laughs> so <laughs> all of us greatly appreciated that. So we're gonna go on to our next whiskey, and we're gonna have Maury tell us about that one. Thank you, Bob. The William Larue Weller Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey, sixty four percent ABV or one hundred and twenty eight proof. The William LaRue Weller is an uncut, unfiltered, weeded recipe bourbon. A perennial favorite of weeded whiskey fans the world over, this year's release was distilled in the winter of 2007 and aged in Warehouse I. And I would concur. It's a perennial favorite of mine. It was my uh, clear favorite last year on the uh, fall release of the 2018s. And this year, it definitely does not disappoint. Uh, again, a beautiful burnished copper color. Uh, on the nose, I find the nose not as complex as some of the things we've talked about. For me, the nose was a little woodier uh, on this whiskey this year. Uh, the palate, viscous, mouth coating, just really, really uh, wonderful whiskey. This one's definitely got a little more punch, a little less finesse. I found it to be... Uh, a little more uh, in your face than perhaps uh, some of the whiskeys we've talked about so far this morning. And then uh, my favorite part is the finish. It's the longest finish I can remember in, in quite some time. It's a very, very long finish that just lingers with you. Yeah. I had this as... Uh, what his wife said at Marital Council yeah, last I week. This I wrote down. Wheat bomb with a huge kick. It just amplifies everything. That vanilla, the hints of spice, the bits of citrus, and it coats your entire mouth, yes. like you said. And then it lingers, and it just spreads. It just spreads down your body, and it just gives you this amazing, uh, warm. You know, it's like a this, Kentucky hug in the chest. Yeah, the bourbon hug. Yeah, the Kentucky, that Kentucky bourbon hug. This is it. It just I thought that was a heart attack. Oh no, no. This is just that warmness. <laughs> oh, that no. warmness that you crave. Uh, you know, it's uh, loved it. Just love it, you know, Justin. Well, in terms of body feel, I feel like when I drink the William Larue Weller, like my body feels I drank a stag, but it tastes like William Larue Weller. 
Are you it just are you has, high? What's going on here? Yeah. <laughs> it just has that kick in the teeth and everything you would think that Stag has, but it has that sweet vanilla flavor that you hope for in William the Rueller. And when, it is when I hear stronger, people talk about the body feel, they're usually talking about pot, dude. They're yeah, usually- but in, in this spirit has a body feel. It makes you yeah. feel warm and you know, it makes your teeth a little numb if you're lucky. It's great. And uh, But definitely not a whiskey for the faint of heart. I mean, no. The proof is high, one of the highest today. And uh, as you said, much more of a kick than a subtle finesse. At least on this year's release. Oh, yeah. Last year, I didn't, I didn't think the proof like, was too high, though. I think no, 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 not no, too high. No. I'm just saying it's got a little this less just gives you this, a little more kick than, say, last year. This nice, warm I don't think I've ever hug said the all proof over your, all over your upper body. Oh, it's just beautiful. <laughs> yeah. I've drank pure grain alcohol <laughs> at 200 and, proof. And you thought the hot could be a little hot. It could be a little hotter. A little light, make it a little hotter. I just stay away from flame. Um Vanilla and caramel on the nose, just so much. This, that's that wheat dose. It, it, it came out, it, but it, you know, for me, it took time. I didn't get it. I, I thought it was a little muted at first, but as it sat in the glass, oh, just in your face, wheater. Um, I'm, do you know what the mash bill on this is? Anyone know? Do they tell? No, it doesn't say. No. But uh, I was wondering how much wheat's in this thing. But uh, it's still got a lot of corn, too. Um Probably similar. I got like a kind of a burnt citrus on the palate as well, and then some pepper. Nobody even mentioned pepper. Is, is, is that the Kentucky hug? I'm mis, 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 no, there's well, some pepper hint, in there. I had the hints of spice, you know, which would yeah. be the pepper yeah. and uh, pepper all spite in the citrus, you know. But yeah, it's yeah. Well, you're also talking about like stuff running down your body and things, and yeah, it was getting a little weird. So yeah, <laughs> it's gonna make its way to my pants soon. Well, what would you think? Such a the, hug. Uh, tell me such what's going a hug, on, man. Uh, these guys are creeping me out. You say they're creeping you out. <laughs> Lord. Uh, I'm sitting closer to them. Yeah. I mean, for me, this was like breakfast. It's like French toast with like a mocha latte. It's buttery. I didn't get mocha. I want this for breakfast every yes. day. Yes. I know why. I'll be <laughs> I mean, where, what, where are you eating breakfast? Are you having this? Uh, I settled for such raisin bran this morning, you know? man. What's going on? I'll be back in the studio I'm going to Bob's morning bed and breakfast, breakfast with the Willie or the Ruella in the morning. Yeah, yeah. it's just, it's, it's just hitting how I, everything. How I start my Monday. <laughs> I mean, the proof isn't that much higher. It was 125.7 last year. So it's almost But it doesn't taste higher. like 128. Yeah, no. I've had whiskeys at this proof yeah. that, you know, they need water. This well, I drank neat. Proof isn't, you know. Some whiskeys at a lower proof taste hotter than with some whiskeys yeah, higher. Yeah. But we're going to rate the William Woodward Weller five oh sips. My yes! 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 Hey, and we're back, and we are still discussing some amazing whiskeys for this year's fall Kentucky bourbon release. And we just finished talking about the William Woodward Weller, which got an extremely well deserved five sips. Um, I need to take a drink of water. I don't know about you guys. I still no, no. I'm not going to drink water. No, not not after that. No, you have to. T- you can't make me do it. No, you can't make me. Between the whiskeys, Brent, you have to taste them. No, nope. otherwise you taste spearmint in everything. Like Justin, <laughs> yeah, okay. Bob, Bob, why don't you tell us about the uh, our next one coming up? All right. Well, this is my executive privilege. I get the stag every year. Uh, so <laughs> George C. Stag, uh, can straight. You get Kentucky the stag straight. every year. Just sounds kind of lewd. <laughs> Just does. 
Well, get the stag. It's gonna, Bob. I'm just going to ignore what he has. Is to there say. anything mm. less than lewd about him? Yeah. No. <laughs> Remember, I do have the microphone control, and I would just move over here and turn his one off. <laughs> All right. So this is the George T. Stag Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. It's fifty-eight point four five ABV, one hundred sixteen point nine. Uncut so and unfiltered. Low. This is traditionally known as the powerhouse of the BTAC series, but this year's stag is the lowest proof in the history of the George C. Stag releases due to many of the barrels coming from the lower cooler warehouse floors. According to Harlan, uh, master distiller Harlan Wheatley, the first floor is cooler with higher humidity levels, so the alcohol evaporates faster than the water. That's usually where you get things like the weller is usually on the ground floor. Um, this year's release uh, was distilled in the spring of 2004, and the barrels came from warehouses C, H, I, K, and Q. We're brought to you today by the letter Q and the number <laughs> five. Uh, 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 uh. So, yeah. <laughs> An interesting note is that the evaporation loss for this year's batch was 50 per- 56%, uh, which is a bit higher than last year's release, which is unusual since it was on the lower floors. Um, but let me go ahead and... Refresh your memory with a with a little sip of. Uh, let me pull up Parker's my, Heritage. My favorite death row. I mean stag. Or, yeah, I'm, I'm confused. Hold on, let me take a sip. Hmm. <laughs> I am so happy, so so happy at this time of year. Ah, uh, okay. Where where do I begin? My mind is a raging torrent. Flooded with rivulets of thought, cascading into a waterfall of creative alternatives. Okay, you're not allowed to control the things when you have a discussion. Yeah. <laughs> Where is that? What movie is that from? Who cares? Out. Just out. Just leave. Get oh, man. <laughs> out. Just leave. <laughs> I don't know you. I don't want to get out. Oh, oh my God. So sensitive. Communist. He, he drinks and he gets all weak. Communist. Weepy, sensitive. Oh, my God. Well, don't remember that he's movie. on American. Oh, my God. Really? What movie is that? I, Harm, I'm, are you going to become a citizen? I'm just going to I'm just gonna <laughs> knock this off, I think, yeah. Do you have the right, right to vote yet? <laughs> so. Uh, apparently, I, ha- I vote on the wrong side every time. So, let's see. Where do, you, where do you even begin with this? I mean, it's just got a beautiful nose on it. It's vanilla and caramel. Oh, a little bit of butterscotch. Oh, I sort of get that little bit of uh, that little bit of uh, dusty old oak, and on the palate, hold on. Hmm. Oh, I get hints of cherries on this. I get vanilla. You get pepper, not as strong as you're used to with a stag, but it's 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 sort of a mouth coating sort of peppery sweetness to it. And again, you get that, that dusty Oak, um, dusty toasted Oak and a little bit of bitter orange peel on the back palate. And just like the Weller, it just stays and stays and stays. I missed the orange peel. Can I have another pour, please? No. <laughs> I didn't get orange peel. I got bergamot. Like Earl Grey tea citrus, the bergamot. Yeah. So in other words, I got citrus, but I have to call it something different than you because I'm special. You're a freaking citrus's pedestrian. My citrus is elevated. Maybe, oh. maybe you should say something. smell mine. I, somebody, I maybe you could say something like panatone. Yeah. Somebody decided <laughs> to get a thesaurus it's today. It's freaking bergamot, man. Remind me of Earl Grey tea the first time I put it to my nose. Oh, God. Whatever. Moving on. What do you think, Brent? I saved it. Okay. I my glass. Okay. 
Okay, one thing I this is not like the previous stag where oh, it just no, knocks you right not, in the teeth no. from the start, you know. And, and this, uh, this is like is, last year. Like, last right. year was the same. Right. Last year, Weller was the bomb, and stag was sort of the more you know. I don't remember as dramatic as this. Yeah, year. this, this year is a this is like a refined. Oh, no, is that what last year? Yeah, this is like a refined, delicate version, and don't take delicate as like meaning that it's not like it, like you know, like like mild or whatever. This is still. This is got a manly bourbon. You're oh, saying yeah, it's not yeah, yeah, yeah. This pig. is uh, it's still got that finish. It just goes. It you go, have to it explain goes, manly to harm. He doesn't quite understand. Yeah, it kind of yeah. the finish just kind of goes. Takes a little. I don't little play golf naked. Turn upward, up towards your nose, and then it just gives you that Kentucky hug. Mm. It's beautiful. You got that citrus peel, the cherry, the vanilla. It just. Cherry's lost on me. I don't get cherry here. Uh, I didn't either. So is we'll logic and and good taste. But we'll move it on. It doesn't. It doesn't. It just doesn't quit. As I watch Bob lick the bottom of a Glencairn glass, that's kind of disturbing as well. I didn't know his tongue was that long. Yeah, admit it. You're impressed. I can reach <laughs> the bottom. <laughs> I could, uh, yeah. <laughs> Nobody yeah. needed to know your tongue was that long, Bob. <laughs> right. I never thought I'd see that. I don't know <laughs> if I want to see. <laughs> it's fine. Don't worry. Now about we know it. why you married above your station. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can push the brim of my cap back up, sir. So just remember that. Okay. Well, I don't want to know about that. Um, I, I grew my with, eyebrows with my tongue. <laughs> I agree with everything everybody said. Uh, I thought that we often have described stag as the brick in the teeth and real punchy. And this one, even more so than last year, is very refined, very finesse, uh, very full of finesse. I thought it's it the was, Nerf football to the teeth. Yeah, it was fabulous. Uh, what I found amazing is, long as I thought the finish was on the uh, Weller, uh, this one is even longer. I called it unrelenting. Yeah. The finish just doesn't quit. Yeah, it doesn't right. go away. Right, doesn't right, exactly. Away. Like I said, it goes. And when you're trying up, to taste actually, multiple whiskeys, that's actually a problem. It actually goes up towards your nose before it makes its way down to give you that huge hug. But it's it just, just like, oh just, god, it just doesn't yeah. matter. Just unrelenting finish. Yep. What do you think, Justin? This is the most balanced stag I've ever had. Um, Thank you. Oh, I'll give you that. And I think that the water evaporation just made the flavors more intense. And I think we're really lucky. There was a high evaporation rate this year. Um, the notes I got that the high evaporation was the alcohol, alcohol. Not the water of the alcohol. Yes. <laughs> hey, well, the water Whatever. makes it taste good. <laughs> And I got blueberries. I, I agree with Justin. I hate berries. saying this. I don't think I've said it before, but I agree with Justin. Stop it. Don't 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 taunt him anymore. Although I'll taunt you next time, Justin. I will taunt you a blueberries? second. Blueberries? <laughs> yeah, I got just a light note. Oh god, did he say blueberries? Yeah, he yeah. said blueberries. I'm, I'm taunting you now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and a little bit of almonds. Yeah. I you know, I did get the nuttiness. We sh we shall all taunt him a second time. <laughs> Feel free. I'm in heaven. Yeah. I have nothing to add. This, this is just, it's beautiful. Well, of Except course he has nothing to add. It is freaking bergamot, not citrus Jane, peel. Jane, you ignorant slut. It is bergamot, like, almost like an Earl Grey tea. And now Brown for the surprise the, the rating. Drum roll. I, I did not get cherry on the palate. Right, for people like me, what's a bergamot? <laughs> Earl Grey tea. Oh, okay. You Thank you. That, that's that's citrus. I didn't get any Earl Grey tree in this, and I don't. No, get the citrus. citrus that's used in Earl Grey. Tree. I don't associate citrus another, with Earl Grey. It's another I'm word sorry. he put in his vocabulary to come to today. No, no, that <laughs> the oil of bergamot that they get from the bitter orange peel is the flavoring that you get in the Earl Grey that gives it the flavor. So, in in other words, when I said it has bitter orange peel, 
he has to come up with a different name for bitter orange peel. So it's exactly <laughs> the same bitter thing. Orange peel. I heard you say orange peel. It's exactly the same thing. He just has to add another word to it. Oh, God. Because it Thank makes you very much. much. I, I have I another know, word sorry. in my vocabulary now. You used now. three words where I used one. So what's wrong with succinctness? It's, it's he and just, I'm being he, succinct. He's always got to do it. You know, he's the guy who's got that calendar sitting under that uh -huh. pile of crap on his desk at work. Once he clears it all I out, it's like, calendar, today's, Bob, I write that today's fancy word of the day is because you know when he's actually found the calendar because he'll use it all day you know yeah oh Jesus. gee this is interesting week. pizza oh it tastes like bergamot <laughs> <laughs> you know this is a nice new car yeah that new car smell oh. reminds me of bergamot yeah okay jealousy does not we're gonna rewrite the kokomo song with bergamot just yeah. for uh, harm so what do we think what are we gonna give this one bob we're gonna write this oh one my five sips yeah. i was kind of shocked yeah. about that yeah. <laughs> it's a it's a doozy wow yeah me too it's like yeah i mean oh, wow. usually uh usually when we're doing five or six whiskeys there's some you know ones and twos mixed in there but for some reason it all seems to yeah. be pretty good this time if you're surprised please go to facebook and tell us why hmm. all right all right well we're going to be moving on to our last whiskey of the day and if i can uh get this over to justin then we're going to have him tell us a little bit about uh the next one we have from our good friends at heaven hill our last whiskey is the Parker's Heritage Collection Heavy Char Rye Whiskey. Don't try to say that three times fast. It's 52.5% alcohol by volume. It's 105 proof. This year's release is the 13th edition in the Parker's Heritage Collection. And it is the first Kentucky straight rye of the series. It's where you hear people say, when they, when they talk about it, they'll say pH 13 is what they're looking at. Yeah, you know? Right. Yeah. Every year is totally different, and this one is no exception. Using Heaven Hill's traditional rye whiskey mash bill, 513514. 51% rye, 35% corn, 14% barley. Thank you for the words, Harmeet. Yes. Thank you, Harmeet. We could use some additional words, please. I was being <laughs> succinct earlier. I was saving you words. I got to use them now. I don't think anybody knew what those numbers meant. Oh, there, certainly are, nobody... there are newbies who listen to the show, my friend. We have new listeners. Uh, yeah, but usually you scare them off. So, yeah. <sighs> Moving on. Instead of aging in their customary level three charred barrels, this rye whiskey was aged in level five char barrels for eight years and nine months on the seventh floor of Rick House Y. And ladies and gentlemen, there is no level six. So this is the heaviest char. Level five sometimes is referred to as alligator char. and It is charred 50 seconds longer than the level three barrels. The more intense char allows the liquid to penetrate deeper into each barrel stave. Uh, this was definitely the darkest spirit that we reviewed today. Kind of a medium brown. On the nose, I got brown sugar, rye, and a dark, rich maple syrup. On the palate, heavy oak, which you'd expect. Then detected vanilla. And the oak is a little more powerful than the rye. It's not in perfect balance, but it's very interesting, just like every other Parker's Heritage release. And the finish of this is long, hot, and oaky. Maury, what did you think? Well, I'm going to start by being contrary. I didn't think the finish was hot or oaky i thought the finish was medium to long 
I thought it was delightful and uh, full of uh, vanilla and uh, creme brulee. Uh, other than that, I agreed with most of what you said. It had the nicest color. Again, almost uh, a bronzy, mahogany color. The nose definitely had all the things that you said, and uh, and I agreed with it. Uh, I, I found the palette to be wonderful. I thought it was viscous. I thought it was mouth-coating. Um, I, I might have even expected a little hint of... Uh, you know, char from the oak, but you don't get any of that. Really, it just really, I got the char. I got the char. Yeah, yeah I got the char at the char. very tip of the tongue when it. We well, got the char, man. Hits. Yeah, not it, but it's not what you would. I mean, you would expect it's not, it's it to not be overbearing. No, yeah, you would think it's it would a, be more. It's not a Lafroig yeah. by any yeah. stretch of the imagination. It's. Uh, I thought it was a very You're well. You're not allowed whiskey. to drink Lafroig. Yeah, delicious, and I love the. I love the viscosity. Uh, I love the fact that they did a rye this year, and uh, again, exceptionally well made. That's yeah. what I like about Parker's. Is every year, wrong every it. year it's different, and you know, some years people are happy. Sometimes people are not happy with that. But that's the thing that I like about it. Is every single year you get it, it's something entirely new, and that's that. That takes a lot of skill. That takes my, a lot of my only work. problem with this one. I don't too. seem like there's enough rye to, to me. It's a rye. Well, it's fifty-one oh, percent. Yeah. Doesn't have yeah. the rye well, character. you know what? I think what throws everybody off with this one is they say heavy char rye, and I think. In your mind, you just think heavy rye. You think yeah. a heavy you're, rye. You're missing you that word char. You, you miss the word. I mean, heavy char rye. And so yeah, you can't go by names. Right. Exactly. You know. You know? Well, so you I remember would, when you know, Martin did so the in my mind, sweet wheat. Everyone's like, "This isn't sweet." It's like, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. It's just so a name. in my it's just yeah. a name. In my mind, I was expecting this punch in your teeth rye. Mm. No, not at all. And right, and that, and that's what and I and someone purposely spent time avoiding that. You know, and they make what this is what I'd like to call a sipper's rye. Yeah, you know where you just—it's a nice, smooth. It's, it's got great. these bold flavors. You can just sit there and just really enjoy. It's not with you know, me. right? It's this not is not something you want. This is not a rye you want to put into a cocktail. You just want to sip this one. Yeah, you want to oh, sit God back. Forbid. You want to sit back and just sip this one and enjoy it. Uh, this is not your cocktail rye that you would expect your so, you from know, your, some Brett, of your high normally, rise. Normally, I, I I can understand where you're coming from, but. Our first two whiskeys today were rye, and they were not cocktail rye, but they had the rye character we expect. That was a whole, this, yeah. These, this, I'm not getting the rye as much. It's, it's more that those bourbon flavors, really. I just think it's Sweet finesse. Nuts. I think it's he's right. just it's broken. A, it's a so, finesse. Yeah. It's a nice yeah, smooth. It's finesse. It's yeah. a nice it's smooth, balance. bold flavor. Yeah. It's, I mean, I get cedar on on the nose on this as well. <laughs> yeah. <it's, laughs> okay. Yeah. See yeah. that? That's what happens. Yeah, yeah that's what happens cedar when he drinks it. So. It's just lovely, just honey and baking spice, and and I get the char right on the tip of the tongue when you when it first crosses. But it's certainly your balance. balance. Oh no, a, but it's it's, it's very yeah, it's not. Balance. Smoke, it's yeah. not. You know, people expect that it's. You know, I mean, sometimes you see unfiltered whiskeys. Like you know, in years past, I'd get a stag and you'd see charcoal floating in the bottom. But then it's not that this is going to yeah. be a char smoky whiskey, and yeah. it's not. Yeah. Right, right, well, right. That's why I think the name. You know, the five is going to give it a lot more color and a lot more darkness, yeah. and and honestly, I think it generally gives it a little bit more sweetness but it's it's just fruit and mint and dark chocolate mm. the chocolate's really yeah. Yeah. on the end of the finish there so. yeah it's i mean it's 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 a lovely whiskey or you know it's a lovely whiskey you know we can't uh we can't say enough nice, nice things about it so we're gonna rate it five sips oh my goodness yeah. It's a sweet. Yes. It's a good day, Joe. Guys, it's it's yeah. a very good day. So. Yeah. <laughs>
terribly good. glasses are empty. Well, that's all the time we have for today because uh, we ran out of really good whiskey. We hope you enjoyed this episode and you catch all of our episodes where you found this one, as well as on Terrestrial and Satellite Radio and online at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, TuneIn, and anywhere else you can download a podcast. The easiest way to find this show on your phone is to ask Alexa, Siri, or Google to play podcasts, Sip, Suds, and Smokes. We love your feedback, and you can reach us online at info at sipsudsandsmokes.com. Our daily tasting notes fly out on Twitter every day at Sip, Sud, Smoke, and our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. You'll also be able to interact with the thousands of other fans on those social media platforms. Do us a favor and take the time to rate this episode if you're listening to us online. It's a big help to us, and we get to see your feedback as well. And send us your impressions of Bergamo. <laughs> all right i want to thank our co-host thank you brent you know what fall is my favorite time of year i believe i believe i can't you can't tell me otherwise thanks for having me in the fall <laughs> just put some pants on <laughs> thank you maury thank you bob and uh i just i'm glad that i spotted the buffalo chips on the floor thank you for having that nice touch the worst segue on earth. Okay. Thank you, Jason. Thank you so much, Bob. What an amazing day in the basement. Yeah, it doesn't stink, does it? Ah, what the hell. Thank you, Harm. Where's my pile of leaves, Bob? I was <laughs> promised a pile of leaves to dive into naked. There are no piles of leaves in this. You know, there's a, there's a spit bucket on the table. I don't even know why that's there. <laughs> <laughs> it's empty. It's empty. <laughs> We've been drinking too much, apparently. <laughs> I'm fine. Just a... Uh threw up in my mouth a little bit. This has been a One Tan Hand production of Sip, Suds, and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your host, the good old boys, will see you all next time.